Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's January 11th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got four briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First, leaders from the U.S., Canada, and Mexico are celebrating trade between their nations this morning, and it's all connected to a free trade agreement called USMCA. But China has found a very sneaky way to get in the middle of all of that and take advantage. I've got that story and solutions coming up. Second, the Taliban just inked a big deal worth over $500 million to sell its untapped oil and gas. I'll explain that deal and how it could impact us here in America. Third, we head to Southern Africa this morning, where two leaders are blaming climate change for their energy troubles. I'll explain why that's just not true, plus how that excuse will probably become much more common in the future. Finally, we close out the podcast with an update on the Biden intel scandal, with more information out this morning on what was in those classified documents that Mr. Biden and his team took from the White House years ago. But before we get to that, we got to get started with this. Today marks the final of three days in Mexico City, where the leaders of Canada, the United States, and Mexico sat down to talk about the future of North America. As I briefed you all on Monday, they talked about illegal migration and drug trafficking and trade. Now, it's that last point about trade that we are going to talk about today because the White House released a statement reaffirming its commitment to something called the USMCA, or the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. So that agreement used to be called NAFTA, or the North American Free Trade Agreement, but it was replaced back in 2018 with the USMCA. But regardless, the two treaties share the same goal— In fact, let me just read you what the U.S. Commerce Department says about this whole thing. Quote, the USMCA is mutually beneficial for North American workers, farmers, ranchers, and businesses, end quote. So I want you to keep that in mind, that this trade deal is only supposed to benefit North American workers. And keep thinking about that as I refresh our memories about a story that I first told you about back in September. And this story is about how Chinese communists are using this trade agreement to cheat, to benefit their workers and their companies. Plus, based on my experience, they're also using this USMCA to set up a den of spies. So here's what we know, plus what you can do about it. But first, let's start this brief in the city of Monterey, Mexico. It's just two and a half hours south of Laredo, Texas. 
for decades, there was a ranch just outside of Monterey that belonged to the Santos family. Now, one of the men in that family decided that he wanted to raise something beyond horses and cattle. So in 2016, he built on his farm an industrial park, but not just any industrial park. His idea was that he wanted to attract Chinese factories and companies, all so that they could take advantage of the USMCA. And that's why he partnered with two Chinese investors, one named the Holly Group, and the other was the Futong Group. So what do we know about these two Chinese investors? Well, we don't know a lot about the Holly Group. On their website, for instance, there's no list of board members or their executive team. But we do know a little bit more about the Futong Group. Specifically, the chairman of the board is a man named Wang Zhongyi. Now, if you go to the Futong Group's website, you will see that Wang Zhongyi is a member of the Chinese Communist Party. In fact, his company's website brags about it, including his relatively senior position within the party and his personal meetings with China's President Xi. In other words, Mr. Santos of Mexico managed to find himself at least one very influential communist to partner with. And with those relationships in hand, he set up something that they all called the Hofusan Industrial Park. And once again, this is two and a half hours south of our border. Well, according to Bloomberg News, there are now 11 manufacturing plants and warehouses at this park to include an electronics company, a furniture company, and an auto parts manufacturer. But they got big plans. Hofusan officials say that they will eventually attract 35 Chinese businesses in total with 15,000 workers, about 10% of whom will be Chinese managers. Plus, listen to this. The Mexican government is building a highway specifically to connect the Hofusan Industrial Park directly to the United States. Which takes us to this question. Why would a Chinese company want to set up shop in this Mexican industrial park? Well, imagine that you are a Chinese furniture company and you got factories in China. So you've got two options if you want to get your products to America. First, you can manufacture your stuff in China and then ship it to America. But you are going to have to pay a 25% tariff. Or you can move your entire operation to the Hofusan Industrial Park. And because of the USMCA, you can now ship your furniture to America without any penalty at all, not one single percent of tariff. So that's a big motivator for all these Chinese companies to move to Mexico, profit. But that is not all. The other reason is that it helps China spy on the world. You see, Chinese businesses have no choice but to cooperate with Beijing and their intelligence agencies if they are told to assist in either the collection or the running of intelligence operations. That's Chinese law. Meanwhile, the Communist Party has broadened the spirit of that law by publishing guidelines that all Chinese citizens abroad need to follow that law as well, not just business owners. So here's an example of one of those guidelines. Quote, we must strengthen guidance of thought and promote the love for the motherland, the Communist Party and socialism amongst all overseas Chinese citizens and overseas students. In other words, if the Communist Party or their intelligence service tells these companies at Hofusan to either give cover to, say, a Chinese spy or help support intelligence operations, they will. They must. And that is most especially true in the case of the Mexican Industrial Park because it's owned and operated, at least in part, by the Futong Group and that CEO who is an avowed Communist Party member. So, folks, that is what is sitting just two and a half hours south of our border. 
And that is what you should keep in mind as the leaders of the U.S., Canada, and Mexico celebrate this USMCA. So if I might now pivot to analysis and my counsel to you all, what this means, my friends, is that at a minimum, we have a major loophole in this trade agreement. People from outside of North America are profiting from it when they shouldn't be. Worse yet, these cheaters include Chinese communists who have a legal obligation to help their regime, which includes assisting in espionage. So folks, I'm raising this development and this story again for you because there is a new solution that we need to talk about, something that I didn't have to give you when we first talked about this back in September. With Republicans now in control of the House of Representatives, they have set up a new committee. It's called the Select Committee on the Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party. All right, that has a very long name, but it has a very important goal, which is to investigate Beijing's advancements and unfair competition with the United States. Plus, better yet, the creation of this committee, which happened just this week, passed by a bipartisan vote of 365 in favor to 65 in disapproval. So if there were ever a time for you to reach out to your House representative, whether it be a Democrat or a Republican, now is the time if you are so moved. Now, the man who is leading this new committee is Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin, and will be backed up by nine Republicans and seven Democrats. So if you would like to ring the bell on this Hofusan Industrial Park and this probable den of spies, go to house.gov. Find your representative and reach out to them. Put this on their radar. You can either tell them about this podcast or you can forward a link to a Bloomberg article that summarizes it pretty well. It's actually entitled Chinese Manufacturers Get Around U.S. Tariffs with Some Help from Mexico. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I've got two more critical pieces of news for you. So hang tight and we will be right back. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true. Finding the right policy on your own can be time consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy. Well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. 
head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no prep, no mess meals save time and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Welcome back to the PDB. I've got two more critical pieces of news for you this morning. First up, we head to Afghanistan, where the Taliban has just signed a $540 million deal with China, all to develop their untapped oil and gas fields. So last week, Kabul announced that a Chinese firm would begin drilling and building infrastructure way up in northern Afghanistan to tap into what is believed to be a fairly modest amount of oil, around 87 million barrels. Now, the Chinese company has agreed to do so, signing a 25-year contract with a requirement that they have to invest $150 million a year for three years and then bump that up to $540 million by the year 2026. But the real hope here for both China and the Taliban is that there is a major gas field near this site that would be far more lucrative than this oil. And there's actually reason to think that that might be true. The neighboring country of Tajikistan currently taps into a gas field right next to this oil field. So it may be that this gas field in Tajikistan extends into Afghan territory. And if so, that would potentially bring in billions of dollars to the Taliban. And unfortunately, that could mean a new wave of Islamic terror if Taliban leadership decides to fund jihad, either regionally or globally. Now, there is one notable challenge to this project, and it comes in the form of a different radical Islamic group, not the Taliban, but something known as ISIS-K, or the Islamic State Khorasan Group. So these guys number around 2,000 fighters and, incredibly enough, are much more extreme than the Taliban. In fact, they actually try to kill Taliban members because they view those guys as heretics, just insufficiently committed to Islam, which is saying something. Now, interestingly, this Islamic State group also hates China. They view these guys as imperialists, no different than, say, the United States or Britain. In fact, back in December, this group attacked a hotel in Kabul where Chinese businessmen were staying and killing or wounding about 30 of them. 
So we shall see if this latest oil project actually takes off, or perhaps China joins the very long list of nations that went to Afghanistan and then regretted doing so ever since. Next up, let's shift from Afghanistan and head south, well, all the way down to Southern Africa, where I've got an update on two nations that we talked about previously. That would be Zambia and Zimbabwe. And we spoke about these countries back in December as they were and are suffering from massive electricity blackouts. Now, at the time, I chalked it up to droughts that were affecting local river flows and ultimately hydroelectricity production. And that is true, or I should say, it's part of the story. But it's not all of the story. And you're about to see why. In fact, by the time this update is over, you are going to see why this story is much bigger than just these two nations in Africa. It's ultimately about how climate change politics are going to shape the world. All right, but first, let's refresh our memories here about that last brief that I gave you in December on these two countries. So what might help us is if we grab those maps, either in our minds or our phones or computers, and let's first start in the country of the Congo. It's dead center in the middle of your African map. And then I want you to look just south. First, you will see the country of Zambia and specifically two border towns, if you look real close, called Endola and Kitwe. Those small cities are the centers of Zambia's copper mines. There is a major deposit there. It actually extends across the border into the Congo. So that means that Zambia is and will be very, very important as the world launches into the dirty green energy revolution with all of its demands for more minerals like copper. All right, next, move your eyes just to the south and to the east where you will see the neighboring country of Zimbabwe, just outside of the capital city called Harare. It's something called the Arcadia Mine. And that's where a Chinese firm is ramping up its production of lithium which, as PDB listeners know, is a critical component for lithium-ion batteries, which are the absolute foundation for everything involving the dirty green energy revolution. In other words, folks, we care about Zambia and Zimbabwe because they are very important parts to the dirty green supply chain, whether we like that or not. Now, when we spoke of these countries last month, I mentioned that they share a lake. It's called Lake Kariba, and it's the world's largest man-made reservoir. It's also a major source of hydroelectric power for both nations. But water in that lake, at least as of last month, had dropped to about 4.1% of usable capacity. In other words, the lake was running out of usable water. And that meant blackouts. Six hours a day in Zambia, 19 hours a day in Zimbabwe. Well, we've got an update from last month's brief, and unfortunately, it's all bad news. So let's get to it. The lake is now down to 1.6% of usable water storage. In other words, it's basically 99% dry, effectively. So that means that Zambia is now extending blackouts from 6 hours a day to 12. Zimbabwe is doing the same. And as I feared, that will now include electricity cuts to mining companies. That was announced yesterday by Zambia's utility, Zesco. Now, leaders of both countries continue to blame this crisis on a drought caused by climate change. And that is, in fact, what we discussed in December, the drought. But as it turns out, that's not the whole story. According to Bloomberg News, the river that fills that lake, the mighty Zambezi, is running only a little bit lower than normal as compared to historical averages. So that means that the drought, while real, isn't the main culprit. So what is? Well... It's that Zambia and Zimbabwe are drawing too much water out. 
Both countries are overusing their water allotment for irrigation and most especially electricity production. And they're doing that because they don't trust each other. As former Zambian Vice President Guy Scott said, they're both afraid that the other will suck out too much water and leave them empty-handed. So they're both trying to get out what they can as fast as they can. But that just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it has. The former vice president explained it this way, saying that it's sort of like two puppies who are hurriedly slurping up milk from the same bowl because they fear that the other will drink their share. Now there's nothing left in the bowl. So I offer this update for you for a couple of reasons. First, because this electricity crisis in Zambia and Zimbabwe may affect global copper supply and copper prices, which will ultimately affect consumers like you. Second, and if I can pivot now to analysis and opinion, I think we're going to see more of this. We are going to have global leaders blaming climate change on problems that actually they caused or failed to fix. In other words, climate change becomes a very easy and very convenient excuse to brush away responsibility and then demand foreign aid. It also helps calm voters as they become very angry about, well, in this case, having no electricity or jobs at their mines. So I'll keep you posted on developments in Zambia and Zimbabwe because I think that you can see that while these countries are very far away from America, their problems can quickly become ours too. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. But I've got one more thing before I let you go. We'll be right back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of 3 hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know. That sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, 
Treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. We have an update to talk about regarding the Biden Intel scandal. So that story broke yesterday when we learned that Joe Biden unlawfully possessed at least 10 classified documents at an old office of his in Washington, D.C. Well, as of yesterday, we did not know how sensitive those documents were or what they contained or how they ended up there. Nor did we have a response or a reply from Mr. Biden himself about this scandal. Well, today we do. And unfortunately, on all counts, it is bad for America's national security. According to reports from CNN, The New York Times, and Fox News, I can now confirm that the classified documents included top-secret intelligence. That almost certainly means that it came from either the CIA, or their human sources, or possibly the NSA, which would mean, let's say, intercepted emails and phone calls. But either way, this leak has potentially put lives at risk and degraded our ability to conduct clandestine operations. Next, we also know this morning that the Biden intel leaks had top secret information on Iran, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. Now, that's especially alarming with Iran, as our sources and methods regarding that country are very, very sensitive. Meanwhile, it's also intriguing that Biden held on to Ukraine-related intel because we now know that it corresponds to a timeline when his son Hunter was serving on a natural gas company's board of directors in Ukraine. Hmm. Finally, the United Kingdom intel is interesting to me in that it's probably related to intelligence sharing. So, for instance, a British report on what they know in Iraq or North Korea. Or maybe it's an update on an operation that we're conducting jointly with their spy service. But regardless, it is wildly dangerous to have this stuff floating around if it hasn't been declassified. And in this case, it wasn't. Biden did not have that authority. Meanwhile, the material was apparently shoved in a closet with some other personal papers. Speaking of Mr. Biden, he has now spoken on this issue for the first time. He said yesterday that, quote, I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office, end quote. He added that his attorneys have advised him to not ask what was in those documents. Finally, he insisted that he had no idea what could possibly be in any of those materials. Just total mystery, he said. Well, as you would probably guess, Republicans on Capitol Hill are expressing deep alarm about this development. They are calling for an immediate investigation by the Office of Director of National Intelligence. Democrats, however, are dismissing this whole episode as no big deal. For instance, a columnist for the Washington Post said that this was simply a case of, quote, finding documents with markings. Hmm, All right. Regardless, we should have lots to talk about in the coming weeks to include a possible referral of this development to a special counsel at the Department of Justice. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. 
and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.